This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That was a long episode. We just recovered. Baby, I'm sorry, but if you give me another chance, I can be the bachelorette of your dreams, girl. Baby, I'm sorry for how I acted, but if you give me another chance, I could be the boo of your dreams, girl. Who say that's Katie's song? That's, that's uh, Greg's song? That's Michelle begging us not to ditch the franchise <laughs> after this dumpster fire. Yeah, Ooh. so, yeah, I'm getting a little feedback. You getting a little, a little feedback? Getting a little kickback <laughs> in my ear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Connor C making one last noise for the season. Yeah, who? Um, uh, Fuck this show. Yeah. Guys, I've started watching the show Younger. 10 okay. out of 10 recommend. Is it a reality show? Based on the very realistic notion that a 40-year-old woman can pass for 26. Oh, yeah. I totally believe that. You could do that. No, I totally believe that. Oh, I told you you're not even 40 yet. It's ridiculous. Okay. But it's way better than this terrible show. You know what's getting some buzz is F-Boys. That new reality show that uh, this Alon is not a Gale. reality show. Okay, it's Sutton Foster and Hillary Duff. Oh, Hillary Duff is the younger She's, woman. Uh, yeah, letting the rain wash away her. What's that song? Let the rain come down. That's how old I am. It's a. Uh, it's her like. Early it's her like theme song. Hit. Okay. Oh, I see. That yeah. Lindsay Lohan made fun of. Coming clean, I believe. Let the rain come down. I love the idea that that no, I love the idea that Lindsay Lohan is making fun of a Hillary Duff song. Here's the early aughts, like hot gossip. Okay, it wasn't even gossip. So remember that show that I was talking about before, that MTV True Life, yes, right, Uh diary. Uh So on Lindsay Lohan's diary. She and her friends were like riding in a limo on their way to an event and they purposefully put that song on and made fun of it on the show. Oh man, that's pretty brutal. <laughs> Meow. Lin- yeah, I mean, yeah. well, Lindsay Lohan and Hillary Duff had a big catfight beef because they both dated Aaron Carter. Catfight? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a catfight? Aaron Carter, uh, 
known, known, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Hitmaker. <laughs> Aaron's party. Well, um, is Aaron Carter really worth fighting over? Now? I'm pretty sure he's just in prison. Like, he looks <laughs> like a meth head. No offense to all the meth heads out or there. Or to all our meth head listeners. We <laughs> respect you. Yeah, um, was he worth Back fighting then? over at the time? I mean... I guess I, it's all relative, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, okay. So, um, younger, 10 yeah, out of 10. 10 out of 10. Okay. Watch it with me, guys. Yeah. And like I said, this F-Boy show, which is by that Bachelor producer that we really like... Oh, Elon Gale. Elon Gale is Elon. Uh, Elon. Ellen. Yeah. Ellen <laughs> He's the DeGeneres. new Ellen now that Ellen DeGeneres has retired. He's now the nice Ellen. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres has been canceled and replaced with <laughs> Elon Gale. <laughs> they have the same haircut. Um, no, they don't. I know. Doesn't he have nice, lustrous, yeah, long hair? Like yeah, but better. He has hair of what you wish it was. Oh, God, I wish I had that. Yep. Yeah. I need to use you sent me a curly hair product. Well, I haven't even heard of this show. Fuck boys. Yeah, well, F boys. Does it for star marketing. Dean? <laughs> I think that's generally the idea is, and listeners, I'm sure some of you are watching it. Um, they're like self-identified nice guys and self-identified F boys. Like and as, Dean. But as you might imagine, those lines blur. And it's hard to tell. Oh, so who you have is, to identify yourself yeah, going in. Yeah, but who so is you really? Get, you get somebody like Blake, not Canadian Blake, but that Blake Hofnasser or whatever his <laughs> name is from Bachelor in Paradise. Do you know who I'm talking about? The guy who eats the pizza. No, that's nope. who is that? Blake is the swing dancer. Then just ask. Okay. If you don't know who I'm talking about, say um, who are you talking? Who is okay, that? Okay. Who is that? Yeah. There Instead we go. Of just Easy as that. Trying yeah. to pass off a facial expression like you do know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blake, who swing dances and was trying to date all the girls, and then ultimately on Paradise last season just ended up with no one. That rings a vague Blake, bell. He yeah. was like second place on Becca's season. I'm sure if I saw his F boy face, he swing I'd dances with it. everyone. Yeah, I mean, I kind of remember that, but I couldn't pick him out of a lineup right but now. But he comes in as like the nice guy, and it's clear that he's a fuck boy. He's really the F boy. Okay. Yeah, no, that's exactly, I think, what this show is getting at. Maybe we'll have to watch that one. But Jesus, we got to watch mm. Bachelor in Paradise starting next week. I mean, I'll take it over yeah. this. I'm just glad that this shit show is over. Yeah, so you want to give us a global take on the season? Uh, Yeah, sure, I will. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was correct about my original stance on Katie and thinking that she blows. <laughs> I was right about everything. Every single thing. Yeah. Uh no, I mean, I feel like Katie Katie you almost got me, girl. <laughs> I was feeling a little bit last last week even with with the Greg breakdown. I thought, you know, Maybe I've been too hard on Katie. Maybe Miki is right, and my own insecurities are causing me to lash out and be a woman hater. Well, guess what? Katie sucks. I stand by my statement. Miki, kiss my white ass. I don't like Katie. I don't... I'd also, again, in the vein of hating everyone, I don't like Blake. I don't... I'm even leaving this feeling a little bit like, I don't know, wasn't that hot on Tasha and Caitlin by the end of this? Everybody sucks, including Greg. I don't like Greg. The only person I liked in this finale was Justin. Sure, Justin's faces. I could just watch three hours of that. Correct. Yeah. So I like your sentiment of like, almost got me. 
Like, I feel like I mm-hmm. almost liked Katie and then it just didn't happen. I was fine with her last week. I was, I agreed with the people on the interwebs that were saying, man, Greg really shat the bed on mm-hmm. this one. Like, I, I just feel like we've been bamboozled by everyone on this whole season. Yeah. I thought that Connor B was real hot coming in in that cat suit and then suddenly he was a terrible kisser. Um, I don't know. I, th- I felt like I, th- I kind of liked Greg and then he turned out to be mm-hmm. terrible. And then in the finale, I was back to liking Greg a little bit, feeling like Katie was terrible. I don't know. Well, let's go through it. Let's break this yes, terrible season take. down. That's a good global take. Yeah. Um, uh, my second global take is that there's no fucking way that Katie and Blake are going to work out. This is the one of the stupidest couples, I think, to emerge from the franchise. I don't think they're a stupid couple, but the red flag is that he was clearly her third choice. Right. No, I don't. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, as people have pointed out, this is not the first time that that's happened. Like that happened with uh, Desiree and she's married with kids with that guy that was clearly her second choice. Um, we didn't watch that season, okay. but yeah, I know that I don't remember that fellow. Um, that, that fellow, that fellow. Um, so I don't know. I mean, prove me wrong, Katie and Blake. Sure. The, the onus is on them. The burden of proof is on those mm-hmm. two to make it last. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, you want to start at the top? You have some shout outs though from Instagram, from our lovely Instagram fans. No, I just need you to choose a town and that's it. So if you want to, um, give me a number between, uh, 1200 and 1300. Uh, 1202. Okay. So that's a shout out to our lucky listener in Vernon Hills, Illinois. Ah. Yeah. Old Vernon Hills. Uh, shout out to our Instagram follower, Sarah. I don't want to give your last name, but it's not our personal friend, Sarah, but a new friend, Ooh, Sarah. One of our new friends. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, personal friend, Sarah. You've been replaced <laughs> by we a have cooler Sarah. A new Sarah in our lives now. It's an upgrade. <laughs> and she has been sending me messages about Greg. Okay. What's her take that on That her Greg? mom also saw the internet rumors about Greg being an actor. <laughs> I like that this is rumors from Sarah's mom from the internet. From you. You're the one that said that. Yeah. Well, I uh, I know I said that he had been trying to get on the show oh, for a long time. Oh, she had heard those rumors. Okay. Okay. And so then see. also that he was, that he's an actor. Yeah. Well, she had heard those from me. Probably <laughs> yeah. I was the source. I'm the originator of those rumors. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So someone else confirming what I said, which I always enjoy. All right, well, let's just launch into this thing and get this over with. Gang, we fast-forwarded through a lot, a lot. of this episode. Anytime where they're like, let's see how this journey got us to yeah. this place. Let's go back and see how we got here. Eh. Nope, nope, you're yeah. on your own on that one, I'm Caitlin good. and Tasha. So it starts with a live studio audience. Tasha and uh, Caitlin are there welcoming Katie, and Katie's talking about the Greg breakup, and she says, I realized... Do I even know Greg? No, of course you don't. It's been six weeks. Like, what is this shot? You spend a total of six hours with this person. Thrown together in a desert retreat. (laughs) Didn't he? I feel like they didn't even. I mean, I guess let's go back a little bit and think. No, let's not. But I don't even feel like their dates were that like. 
well, I'm going to have to catch a fish. Like, did they even talk about stuff? Well, they they did. Eventually, when Greg first held out that his dad had died and eventually mentioned it much later than was relevant. But yeah, I, I mean, we know that he can't set up a tent. Apparently, he can turn his feelings on a dime. We know that he likes basketball. (laughs) Oh, Greg. So she says she asked herself, what did I do that was so massive to make this man go from falling in love with me to wanting to leave? I mean, that's a fair question. Right. And that is a good question. And, you know, here's the thing. Jumping way ahead to when she dresses down Greg Part of the problem, we'll get to the actual conversation when it comes, but to me, part of the problem was that they just flat out put this in the wrong place in the episode. Even with our filters, it's still uh, pushing through. Um, Yeah, I just think they put it in the wrong spot because like, she gets engaged and then Greg comes out and she yells at it. Yeah, and we had to watch all this bullshit about her and Blake and like... Yeah, it felt like uh, the wrong chronology throughout the show. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Because I felt really bad for Justin, like, just twiddling his thumbs while Blake and Katie are boning. (laughs) It's going to be my turn next. It's going to be great. Not so fast, big guy. Yeah, make one of your shocked faces, my friend, because you're about to be cut. I mean, at least she didn't drag him through the whole ordeal. Though I guess the whole ordeal is boning Katie. Yeah, but still. and I mean, she kind of did. And like, I just call bullshit on her saying, I realized on that date that Blake was the one. Bullshit. You know when you realize you fall in love with someone when they score a hockey goal shoeless in the street? When they uh, when they smash a water balloon on you filled <laughs> with paint? That's when you know it's love. Uh... So Katie is laying under a Navajo blanket, and this is a deep cut reference that not a lot of listeners are going to get, but the few that get it will appreciate the fact that there's a Jerry Jeff Walker song about this very thing. (laughs) I'm not kidding. It's about a woman named Katie who lies under a Navajo rug. Let's pop a little snippet of that in. They bone. We sat in the back neath an old stuffed bear, a worn out Navajo rug. Ay, 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 Katie. Shades of red and blue. Ay, 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 Katie. Whatever became of the Navajo rug and you. Oh, Jerry Jeff Walker and the woman yeah, bone? Yeah, because she like works in some store. Oh. And he's, he comes at. They close the door. And of course they do. Yeah. See Turn the, the sign around to close. <laughs> they yeah. see the, the movement of a turtle dove. That's one of the lines. <laughs> lying next to Katie on this old Navajo rug. And the movement of a turtle dove, nothing sexier than that. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Well, um, that's nice. So he kind of saw the future. I wonder what other Jerry Jeff Walker <laughs> songs predict Bachelorette Aww, and Bachelor R.I.P. events. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Oh, that's right. God. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Not that surprising. Well, yeah, but still, sad. He lived a yeah. hard life. Yeah, I think uh, COVID was probably the least of his concerns <laughs> up until the end. Uh, yeah. All right. She says that... Oh, sorry, I'm looking at my notes. That's I all mean, right. I don't know. She goes on this last date with Blake. The wooden hot tub finally shows up. Yeah. Where have you been? <laughs> That's what's been missing this whole season. We just need Blake to chop some wood and pop it under there. Can we mention too? So Katie is under this Navajo rug. Meanwhile, Justin, it must, aye, 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 Katie. <laughs> it must be cold because 
Justin is wearing that massive fleece sweater. I don't think it is cold though, because he's also sweating a whole bunch. What is happening? Right, it's a very, very thick fleece. Um. All right, Blake and Justin. So before Katie and Blake go on their date, Mm -hmm. Blake and Justin are just kind of like. Talking about what has potentially happened, mm-hmm. and then Tasha and Caitlin come in and tell them that they will still get their fantasy suite dates. So, yeah, let's blow through this. Katie yep. and Blake go on their final date. They mm-hmm. sit in the wooden hot tub. I mean, she tells him about Greg leaving, and he, rightfully so, seems a little weary about the right. whole thing. Well, she's like, Michael left, and I had really strong feelings for him. And, and then, then Greg, Greg left, who I really, really liked. And she's like, but hey, you're still here, right. so... Well, earlier she says, like, I need a man who's going to be here till the end of this process. And it's like, well, yeah, that is the minimum thing that you require. I mean, and you got it. I feel like that was kind of Greg's point. Like, if you love me, we can walk away right Mm -hmm. now. But if you don't do that, you're just in it for what you see the role as being. And later in the show, when she was like, I am the bachelorette. I mean, you are, but we're in the last episode. Like last last week was the second to last episode. Right. You could have left with Greg. Claire <clears throat> left on day three. Sure, yeah. right. They just they rolled out of town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopped in an old convertible. And I mean, God, speaking of couples that we didn't think were gonna last, Claire and Dale are going strong. Mentioning couples that we didn't think were gonna last. David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston are together now. Those two. No, they're not. I know. It's an internet rumor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that one. I think it was Jennifer Aniston's publicist was like, no. Yeah. No, No, absolutely not. Yeah, I think it was David Schwimmer's, actually. Okay, I was going to say. I was going to say, Schwimmer will want to ride that rumor out. Um, all right. So... She says, uh, I love you to Blake after he says, I don't play games with love. And he's like, I love you. And she says, I love you too. And then, so I feel like that was the other thing that this season or this episode in particular was missing was just like any sense of, I don't know, suspense. Right. Well, then they tried to artificially create it. Right. Like, is Blake going to propose? Is he too nervous? I don't know that that was artificial. I don't think it was artificial, but I didn't care. Right, I guess that's it too. And also, like you know, they like each other. Like they, if he didn't propose, they could have just been like, "What if we dated?" We want to continue the journey, right? And honestly, if they had done that, I would have been like, "Yeah, that seems right." Yeah, that seems like the right thing to do after you have done three dates together. So she says, "I love you." So basically, at this point, we know that Justin's getting the ass. Right. Um. She says that she gets to go to the fantasy suite with a guy she truly loves. And then Blake says, I'm really excited about my life with Katie. I know she's my person. For the next two weeks, at least. Until he goes on Michelle's season. (laughs) He'll be back. You'll be back. Soon you'll see. You'll remember you belong to me. Um... So I have in my notes specifically that Katie says, I fucking love you so much, which is important. Um, but I also wanted to note for a sex positive season, 
this is like the least sex that we've gotten yeah, in one a long fantasy time. Suite? Which is fine, but again, it just goes back to our general theme of like a lot of labeling what you are and not a lot of demonstrating what you are. Yeah, and I also felt like, I don't know, like with Hannah B and Tyler C, like I was into watching that. Do I want to see Blake and Katie getting hot and heavy? I'm good. No, if you have to think back to that yoga healer who was so amazed by Blake's sexual um, Energy. Still good. I'm still okay. <laughs> Katie said, It's glorious. Dear God, it's beautiful. I do not find him attractive, and you know that I don't find her attractive. Not, and that's, I mean, it's all subjective. I understand that objectively they are physically attractive people. Is Blake objective? I mean, he seems fine. Like I said, all four of these guys. <laughs> I feel like Katie seems fine. Well, all four of these guys, I have already said this. I'll say it again. They seem like dads at our pool. You know, like, I don't yeah. think you would see them in public and be like, Oh my God, look at that specimen of a human being. Yeah. You'd just be like, hey, Blake, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I yeah. don't think you, maybe you would be intimidated by his looks if you saw him in person, but I don't get that impression, which is fine, you know? Um, move on. Yeah, move on. Let's move on. You sure. Yeah. I feel like you keep talking about how you want to blow through this and then you get on a mm-hmm. little bit of a, then you get a little, little tangent. bit of a tangent. Yeah, sure. Like, right. So we're going to drop some random references in here mm-hmm. to David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston. Sure. Right. That's what we're just only the essentials <laughs> is what we're covering in this episode. All right. Um, she says that she was plenty satisfied like multiple times. Bitch, please. This is no fucking in a windmill. Yeah, you, Come on. Yeah. If you yeah. can't get specific, we all know. Right. This is no three plus one times of having sex. Um, She says that her heart officially belongs to Blake. And then Caitlin says, so obviously Justin's still here. <laughs> Let's not forget there's a second person here. Um, he's talking about his, what he thinks is about to be a one-on-one with Katie. And he says, if all goes well, it just may lead to a fantasy sweetheart. this poor guy. Nope. Uh, you know what, Jordan, Justin, man, I, even in my notes, I have him as Jordan a whole bunch. Well, that's because we barely know this fellow. Not e- like, I literally have it for like five <laughs> sentences in a row. Katie sits Jordan down and says, can we talk? <laughs> She tells Jordan that she had her overnight with Blake and that she's falling in love with him. So she does. She tells Justin, mm-hmm. I'm in love with Blake. Uh, it wouldn't make sense to have us move forward. Um, and he tells Caitlin and Tasha later that Katie helped him open up and that he left everything on the table. And uh, he can't help wondering if he was just there by default because the other guys left. Correct. Correct. That is absolutely correct. So here's the thing is, you know, we talked about how Katie could have just left with Greg, but essentially that's what she does with Blake. She's just like, is done with the process. I feel like she was like, fuck, if I go through this for another three days, somebody else. Right. Is exactly. Leave. Like, God, I better just grab a guy who's here. Before yeah. I'm the bachelorette <laughs> who drove away like, fuck. Four out of the last five guys. Man, that would have been a nutso season if everybody would have left. She's just like standing. I wonder how the producers would have spun that. Yeah, because I feel like this is one of the first seasons in my recent memory where more than one person 
especially by the end. Right. Like the, by the time you get to like the last five mm-hmm. or six, there have been seasons where one contestant has removed themselves, but it's not usually multiple contestants. Right. Well, and it's also like there's usually the person who removes themselves because they're a kid, but it's usually like week four or five. No. No, okay. I wouldn't say that. Okay. That's incorrect. Okay. Robin, you can run these Fact numbers check back. That. Yeah. But no, I mean, I'm thinking of like, uh, Frank left on what's her face this season? That blonde girl, Allie. Oh, okay. I don't remember. And Peter, oh, I do remember. Peter left yeah. in Rachel's season. Right. There was a guy that left in Ashley season, the girl that eventually chose JP. Um, oh, yeah. So, I mean, people do leave, mm-hmm. but... Usually not this many, not two of the not final four extract two. themselves. Yeah, no. yeah, they usually don't chew their arms off to get away like <laughs> yeah. this. All right. So, we've gotten rid of Justin slash Jordan. Um, they are meeting her family, which consists of her mom, Rhonda Lee, and her aunt, Lindsay who reminded me a lot of Melissa McCartney, McCartney, McCarthy, 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 McCarthy yeah. Paul McCartney, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, uh, reminded me of her brides, bridesmaids character. Yeah. I was trying to pin down who the character reminded me or who the, this person, mm, this human getting, being I was getting reminded vi- me of, vibes yeah. of that character yeah. from her. So you want to talk a little bit about aunt Lindsay? Uh, no, why don't you do that? Okay. So I, it was interesting because part of me thinks that there should be an Aunt Lindsay on every season. Um, and part of me was like, man, this lady's coming on way too strong. Yeah, it was interesting because I felt like the internet like loved Aunt Lindsay. And I get that in this moment, it is satisfying to have someone come in and be like, you dipshits. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, Aunt Lindsay yeah. was saying exactly what we say every week. Um, but I think think the difference is we don't say it to their faces and we are just podcast strangers <laughs> with an audience of around a thousand right. listeners thanks guys like i feel like if you're legitimately taking this as a relationship which we are meant to mm-hmm. if i met your family and one of your family members was like this to me it, i would like be terrified and leave immediately like i felt mm-hmm. like she was so condescending and rude in a way that didn't feel necessary, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Well, and that's, it was interesting because you're right. Like she says the specific criticisms of really of Katie that we've had all season, which is just like saying cute things. Cause she's like, Katie and I have a thing going on here and it's just promising ourselves that we will keep it. And the aunt's like, that's not how that's it works. Cute. It's cute, but that's not how anything works. Um, which you is, mean, you mean nothing. <laughs> Well, there was also this weird thing going on with this family. Like, listen, independent women, great. But I feel like if every other line is like, we don't need a man, yeah. it seems like a little too well, much. Well, that was my other thing about Aunt Lindsay was I felt like she was taking out all of this like anger and malice on Blake. And bitch, the whole reason that Blake is on this show is because your niece is on it too. Right. Like, it felt very much like, like it was act, like she was acting like Blake was just this fucking idiot for thinking that they were going to be able to work things mm-hmm. out. But she wasn't doing the same thing to Katie. That's right. And I right. thought that was 
was unfair. No, to yeah, I totally agree because Katie is just as like head in the clouds. Yeah, like Katie is just unrealistic. As stu- probably more stupid. <laughs> I mean, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, well, and it, it seemed like you're right. Like Aunt Lindsay has her own axe to grind with men, but hey, not all men, Aunt Lindsay. Just not chalk all it men. up to another female that I hate. <laughs> Is this what feminazis are like? <laughs> Radical feminism. It it's interesting because I know that um, Katie's dad died, mm-hmm. but the vibe that I was getting was that of a family where the dad had like right. cheated. Right. And, yeah. I mean, they just seemed very, very distrustful of of the process, which is fair enough, but but definitely also just of men. Right. Well, that's I guess that's one of the things is. Would Aunt Lindsay have acted this way if Katie had just brought Blake home regularly? And the impression I get is yes, maybe worse. Yes, she would, honestly. right? Because she wouldn't have been yeah. on TV. Well, I couldn't and tell. I, I mean, thank God it was Blake because I feel like I actually did think that he handled it relatively yes. well. Imagine if this was Greg. Oh yeah, Greg would have crumbled. I mean, yeah. he couldn't take <laughs> Katie sort of looking at him in a weird yeah. way. Yeah, no, Blake did handle it very well. I wonder, you know, the maybe the aunt. Was uh, was restraining herself on television. I also feel like she was playing it up a yeah, little bit. Yeah, it could you be. You shoved the e- camera at Aunt Lindsay. Either way, and, yeah. could be true. She it's, was she was hoping to get her Barb moment. <laughs> Nobody wants their Barb moment though. Like if that's who you're emulating, or maybe she's trying to like uh, uh, transition this into like cameo. Like get a, get a cameo yeah, from Aunt Lindsay. Bring Aunt, Aunt Lindsay says. <laughs> Maybe we right. get a little. It's going to be a talk uh, show. That's what they need to do is bring on Barb and Aunt Lindsay to like moonlight as hosts on one episode, <laughs> like uh, relationship counselors, or like she's Aunt Lindsay's going to be the fourth chair on the View now. But it's the same thing. Like I felt like Barb did the same thing where she was lashing out at whatever that Maddie was. It Maddie. I think her yeah, name right. Maddie. Maddie. Uh huh. And like acting like Peter fucking hung the moon yes. and was just like this angel. And it's like, no, your son is a dipshit right. too. Like, yeah. yeah, this whole show is stupid. Right. But acknowledge the fact that your relative is, has a large right. part in the stupidity. Right. In fact, I think Peter is much more of a dipshit than Maddie was. Maddie was just kind of around. Like, yeah. I don't remember Maddie being objectionable. Like, right. Peter was the idiot. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. All right. So uh, what Blake needs to do maybe is like put all that negativity into like a monster that you set on fire. Zuzobra. <laughs> Zuzobra is the hero of the episode, I think. Zuzobra made me really disappointed that we had not taken an edible before this <laughs> episode because I feel like that would have been awesome. That would have huh? been great. So they are, just a heads up, I tweeted this, but they're burning Zuzobra on like September 3rd in Santa Fe. So if anybody wants to go see Zuzobra get burned. Let's do it, guys. Yeah, we'll, uh, a trip. We're leading a trip. 
to see Zuzobra. But yeah, so Zuzobra is some sort of monster. They also made it sound like this was like an ancient tradition, and it appears that it's about 10 years old. Oh. <laughs> this Zuzobra tradition. Um, it's great. I love it. In fact, we should start doing that here. We could have our own Huntsville Zuzobra. Yeah. Maybe it could be uh, Werner von Braun, like a hideous version of Werner von Braun. Um, yeah, so you so put... You, yeah, you write ahead. your fears down, and then you release them to Zuzobra. Mm-hmm. And then Zuzobra just lights on fire. <laughs> and his eyes burn. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of terrifying. Yeah, yeah this also felt very like a youth group camp experience like we would do those things where you would write like write something you're ashamed of on like flash paper and they would put it on a cross and burn it up kind of like when your dad made us write down how we all knew that we would go to heaven sure yeah like that except i don't like these fire involved exercises where you have to write something right like i feel like you're trying to trick me into something (laughs) now just i mean in the case of your dad he definitely was trying to trick me right but again, there should have at least been fire involved. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't burn those. No, I don't think so. We just had to like yeah. read it out loud. Awkwardly, yeah, somehow. Did we? I, I, you know, I don't even think we did. I think we just had to write it down for ourselves. Oh. Yeah, just for yourself, you know, just to hold so you that accountable. Just so your heart knows. That's right. It's in your heart and the Jesus who's in your heart. Yeah. Talk about thing thinking that maybe you should run uh, <laughs> after meeting right after meeting family, family members for the first yeah time. oh get out of there your Blake. own aunt Lindsay I'm, moment Blake, I'm yeah i'm here to tell you it's not going to get better right yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so um yeah zuzobra's lit on fire and uh, we transitioned from that to Tasha facetiming with neil light yeah, and um, it was unclear to me why Taisha was the one specifically out of two hosts, one of whom Blake had not dated, <laughs> and one of whom he did. Right. Why are they like, Taisha, you've got to be the one to do the rings? <laughs> the thing is, there seemed to be like no tension between them. No, of course. All. Like it was never going to be Blake. Well, with that's, Taisha. yeah, that's kind of what I mean is like there seemed to be no like yeah. sexual tension, no unresolved issues at all. So. Um, he does start to pick out a ring, but then he has to walk away and he says he is not feeling great and that he just needs a minute. I'm freaking out. And then he says, my head feels like scrambled eggs. (laughs) Scrambled eggs all over your face, Blake. All over your head. (laughs) Mercy. (laughs) What is a boy to do? Good night, Santa Fe. Uh, you know what, Blake? We've got you pegged. <laughs> Peg. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Quite stylish. But I don't know what to do with those toss salad and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Ay, 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 Katie. <laughs> Shades of red and blue. Ooh, that was a good track. I'd like to see a Glee mashup of the <laughs> Frasier theme song and that Jerry Jeff Walker song. Those just blend seamlessly into each other. That was great. I saw the lightning crash across the sky. <laughs> the movement of a turtle dove. <laughs> I got you, Peg. <laughs> oh, oh, Roz. Oh, you know, uh, Frasier's moving to a new city in the reboot. I didn't know there was going to be a reboot. Yeah, there's a Frasier reboot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you know there's going to be a How I Met Your Father with with Hillary Duff? Speaking of Hillary Duff, yeah, this is all. I just saw that. Yeah. Yeah, Frasier's moving to a new city. Where is it? They don't say. It's a teaser. 
Whoa. Is yeah. Roz going to be there? Ra- I think Roz is back. Daphne is not back. Niles? She's, I think Niles is back. Daphne's got some other show. And that she's father like, died, right? Yeah, the father died. Damn. Yeah, presumably Eddie the dog is dead. I would like them <laughs> to bring point. out a stuffed Eddie. <laughs> a taxidermied Eddie, if you will. Okay. Um, Tasha tells Blake when he says his head feels like scrambled eggs, she wants to get engaged. If you're not ready for that, or if that's something you're struggling to do, you need to let her go. I mean, or give him a little more time. Right. Like maybe y'all maybe could just hang out and see how it goes. Yeah. yeah. Like Jesus. Yeah. I know that's again, like we said, this is just getting more and more forced every season. And it has been nice to see people buck the engagement trend recently. And honestly, it seems like Katie should have been someone who's like girl power enough to do that. Well, like, I don't need a right. ring. Like, you I know? think that that's what, that's one of the things that bothers me about her is she very, I think Tasha's right. Like, <laughs> she clearly wants the ring at the end of this and. I mean, come on, like Blake came on the season late. This season felt very short, yes. even in regular terms. Mm-hmm. They barely know each other. They live in two separate countries. Right. Like, why? Why do you have to get engaged? You know, that's not a problem. He goes to Africa sometime for months at a time. Well, it's you know cool. What? Katie can't even name a country in Africa. So how is she going <laughs> to know where he is? <laughs> It's oh, problematic. Man. Yeah. Well, that's problematic for all kinds of reasons. But well, then that just gets back to, you know, I go back and forth on Katie, but I think one of the knocks against her is she's not as like radical or mature or, or insightful or woke or as she, yes, as yeah. she wants to be. How many countries in Africa can you name? Okay. Let's try it. Okay. So South Africa. South How many Africa, countries are there? Uh, I would guess maybe like 30 or 40, Ooh, but. Yeah, okay, so Nigeria, Ethiopia, Kenya. Egypt. Egypt. Hang on, hang on. You always do this. You don't give me a chance to participate. Well, I I thought you were asking. Are we, is it a back and forth? Yeah, we're both doing it. Oh, it's a team sport. Okay, like you said, (laughs) how many countries in Africa can you name? I meant you collectively, meaning you and me. (laughs) Okay, Morocco. That was going to be my next one. Okay, what do you Uh, have? Namibia. Namibia. Zimbabwe. Some yeah, that's Somalia. Good, that's eight. That's We're eight. already doing way yeah, better way than better than Katie. Um, Democratic Ni- Republic Nigeria? of Congo. Did we already we say said that? Na- we said we Nigeria. I think it. yeah. Congo. Congo. Yeah. Uh, I hope these are all countries in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's nine. That's nine. There might that's only not. be nine. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> That was okay. I feel like there's other ones that I'm definitely forgetting. Sure, yeah. I some mean, of the some of the all stars that we're forgetting. But um that's, that's so what good. Katie, what was this? You couldn't name a country she, in Africa? Yeah, you didn't see this? No. So when you were laughing and acting like you knew exactly what I was referencing. No, I just thought or... it was a funny like dig like she probably can't do it. Is uh, there an actual thing that c- she correct. Oh, okay. I thought it was just like a you just are always afraid to admit that you don't know something. Well, will you tell me what I don't yeah, know? Just yeah, just that she went on a podcast and she couldn't name uh, African countries and then she got ripped apart for it on Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was a specific... Why would... Why, why, I mean... Okay. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I just thought it was like, uh, you don't know anything about Africa. Joke. Why would I make that joke without reason? I don't know. I just thought it was it like, cause she's not as knowledgeable. We were talking about how she's not as knowledgeable. Uh, no, it is a specific okay, reference to something. Seems to be. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I thought it was in that vein. No. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a good little, uh, tidbit. Yeah, yeah, do your do your homework. I know I need to. Like Katie, I need to do my homework. Mm. Here I'm looking as foolish as her on a podcast. Yep. Just as foolish. So then Blake proposes. And all I have in my notes is he stops to talk to Caitlin and Tasha and says he's freaking out and then he does it. Did you take more Yeah, I took a few more notes. Okay. So I also feel like Tasha and Caitlin just like shove him towards them. They're like, just go. <laughs> right, just go. Well, I felt like he tried to fake her out a little bit, right? And mm-hmm. make her think that he wasn't going to propose. Yes. So I think in the back of his mind, he's like, bitch, you're making it very clear that I'm not your first choice. So like, I'm going to propose to you. I'm going to make you squirm a minute yeah. first. Though. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I also like Katie did a big speech before blake even talks he like comes and exhales real slowly and there's an awkward pause and again you never know how awkward these pauses actually are they could have you know but it seemed like there was a very long pause and then katie gives a long speech about how i always thought you showed up late but if there's anything you learn in your journey it's that love shows up when it needs to and blah 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 and then there's a huge pause and then uh blake launched into his proposal Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, I don't have much. I have like partial quotes that don't even matter. Yeah. Oh, oh no, here it is. He says, "I can't give you what you came here for." Dot dot dot. Mm-hmm. Because you deserve a whole lot more than that. He pulled a Michael Bolton said, "I loved you, but I lied." This Going is back to more that. Love <laughs> I feel inside. Said I loved you, but I lied. <laughs> said I loved you, but I was wrong. <laughs> So, yeah, he gets down on one knee. He gets the final rose. They ride off on horseback. Blah, yep. blah, blah. All, All right. right. Can we get to the after the final yeah, rose? Yeah, so the aftermath. So, Greg comes to the after the final rose and, uh, like, first says he doesn't have any any regrets. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the audience was like, what? But he didn't say it in a way of like, I did nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he was like, so my vibe from Greg on the after the final, the after the final rose is that he's just looking to move on. Like you found your person. I thought I might have been that person, but when you didn't stop me from leaving, I knew that wasn't true. And he did apologize a little bit for like not handling mm-hmm. it correctly and, um, and then Katie comes out and is just <laughs> terrible. Then Aunt Lindsay via Katie comes out. Well, um, yeah, you, you mentioned the like Greg just seems like he wants to move on. I got the same vibe to the point. It's like, why did you come, Greg? Like, why are you here? You know, I mean, like, did he want closure? Did he just have to do this as part of his contract? Possibly. It might yeah. have been contractually yeah. obligated. Because he did not seem like he wanted to be there. I actually at thought all. that I didn't get that vibe. Oh, okay. I feel like he came with the impression that he could like go on there for a few minutes, maybe correct whatever negative image, you know, had mm-hmm. been put out. Certainly not that he was going to be torn a new asshole. Well, Katie just looks stupid. And she looked like she was still way too involved yes. and too emotionally uh, invested in what Greg had done. So right. to me, if I were Blake, 
I would be giving that major side eye. Yes. Oh, absolutely. She's she's way too invested and also like she's got all this shit about like that was great acting, great. Oh my god, she looks so stupid when she said right. that. Like she just seemed like uh, to the, you know what that was? That was George Costanza planning for weeks to yes. say that the jerk yes. store called. <laughs> and it's like, yep, in that moment, you are the one that still looks stupid. Right. No, it's just like it was all all her lines to Dare grade. I say the acting practice <laughs> I have in my acting? notes. Acting? Oh, geez. Yeah, well, and she's like, it was pretty good until the end. I felt bad for her just because she thinks... She look. She looked like she thought she was such hot shit, yes. and she just looked so dumb. Yes, I yeah, I did kind of feel bad for her because she was just like it was real cringy. It was real cringy, and it was also like it was all like prepared to the point where like she, it's not like she had to listen to what Greg was saying, but it wasn't really. She like came out to ream him. Well, for someone who's getting mad at someone else for not being a good like arguer, right? <laughs> You, madam, are also right. not like uh, she's she's criticizing him and then turning around and doing the exact same thing. Right. Right. And it's worse because Greg, I feel like in the heat of the moment, is having an emotional reaction, mm-hmm. which he later admitted was maybe not the the right you know, response that you want to have to conflict. But I feel like Katie's had weeks now to work out her feelings about this. And she clearly just comes on there wanting to like ream him and and make him look stupid right well and again you're right like he's she's way too into this still because the better way to deal with this is just like i was really disappointed in the way you acted i was hurt by it but i'm with blake now and i don't care right you know like that was rude the way you treated me you know but i've moved on see ya and and she just made some points that were were i mean again i keep coming back to the word stupid but when he, she said, it's not fair to give me an ultimatum. And he was like, actually, at this point in the show, I do feel like that was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agreed with him, you know? And he says, if it was me, you would have stopped me. And I knew that. Um, and she says, all I can say is that there were three relationships going on. I am the Bachelorette. <laughs> we know, God, well, also, get like, over yourself. Again, I, we talked about this last week. I don't think Greg's point was wrong. I think the way Greg handled it was wrong. Yeah. But that's all gone now. Right. And like, he is right. Like, if you're not in love with me too, like, this, Let me this get, isn't Like, it. what does it matter? Yeah. yeah. And then she she just kept coming back to the fact that there were three relationships. Well, you cut Jor- Jordan, damn it, <laughs> Justin, like, the next day. Yeah. So don't act like it's this point of integrity to, like, right. see all of the right. relationships out to the end. And I'm just not going to say I love you until I really mean it or until I have it half an hour with Blake. Right. Yeah. And just some of, like, just some of the lines, it just felt almost like a, like, middle schooler. Yeah. Which is, like, you could call it passion. I call it rude. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that's something that like our fourth grader would say oh. or but she might be a little bit smarter. Um, yeah. I was not impressed with this performance. So, and that's the other thing is Katie was getting on Greg for like good acting. Right. But well, this you was know like, what? I feel like Greg is a better actor yes. than you because at least I bought it from him. Right. And you clearly are acting. You and- are no Meryl Street, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, Greg. <laughs> Brava. Yeah, so um 
Then Blake comes out also. Uh, I didn't even take notes no, me on neither. them because I was so over them. Me neither. And I do feel like Gre- I'm sorry, Blake looked really uncomfortable. Like, hey, thanks. Yeah. It's me. Yeah, the third choice. I just had to watch the whole season. <laughs> I, I feel like he probably had a sense of maybe oh, being good point. the like, yeah. third choice. Yep. But then when he had to watch it back, I can't even imagine... I mean, God, can you imagine how terrible it would be to have someone filming most of what you do and then have to watch? I imagine it's terrible even for the regular seasons where it's like I had to go through all this, but I pick you at the end. Right. But in a season like this one where it's like, damn, you clearly had these other front runners. I mean, I would just I wouldn't I wouldn't be with that person after watching it right well and that's why i think again i think if katie and blake had met on match.com they would be great but given the circumstances of the situation i just think that's that's a whole lot to surmount yeah at this point so also interestingly even for a canadian (laughs) katie says that she didn't tell her family she was engaged because she didn't think they could keep it a secret I don't believe that, Katie. Like, I think you were scared of Aunt yeah, Lindsay. Yeah, I think Aunt Lindsay was yeah. going to murder someone. <laughs> right. She was like, can we still not tell Aunt Lindsay that I'm engaged? Because I still don't want Aunt her to Lindsay know. just tell Aunt Lindsay that you're my friend. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, yeah, so there's your season. God. Yeah. Um. Well, the thing is, we've got the the uh, Bachelor in Paradise palate cleanser coming next week. So we'll be back, gang. We'll be back. Well, it's two eggs up on whiskey toast, home fries on the side. You wash her down with the roadhouse coffee that burns up your insides. It's just a Canyon, Colorado diner, a waitress I did love. We sat in the back neath an old stuffed bear, a worn out Navajo rug. Aye, 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 Katie. Shades of red and blue. Aye, 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 Katie. Whatever became of the Navajo rug and you. Well, old Jack, the boss, he left at six. It was Katie by the door. She'd pull down that Navajo rug and we'd spread it across the floor. I saw the lightning frame the sacred mountains, the wooing of a turtle dove. Just lying next to Katie on that old Navajo rug. Aye, 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 Katie. Shades of red and blue. Aye, 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 Katie. Whatever became of the Navajo rug and you. Well, I saw Jack about a year ago Said the place burned to the ground All he'd say was an old bear tooth And Katie, she left town Well, Katie got a silver new too Jack smiled as he spit out a big old plug Well, you should have seen her Coming through the smoke She was dragging that Navajo rug Aye, 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 Katie Shades of red and blue Aye, 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 Katie Whatever became of the Navajo rug and you So every time I cross the sacred mountains the Lightning jumps above It always takes me back in time To the long lost Katie love 
No, everything keeps on moving Everybody's on the go Hey, you don't find things that last anymore Like a hand-woven Navajo Ay, ay, ay Katie Shades red and blue Ay, ay, ay Katie Whatever became of the Navajo rug and you Katie Shades red and blue Ay, ay, ay Katie Whatever became of the Navajo rug and you Whatever became of the Navajo rug and you This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>